0: hello welcome back to another pain and power power and pain podcast i'm here with my good friend andy Payne, and of course myself sean power uh this month this month so this podcast will be out in september so this is called september is the new august you got it september is the new august so that means we've done eight podcasts this year Exactly. That's quite impressive, isn't it? Sure, that's consistency right there. We
1: spend our entire lives asking for consistency from our clients, and we're showing consistency in
0: the podcast. Damn right, once a month consistency.
1: And <laughs> wouldn't it have been easier not to do some of these podcasts?
0: It would have, yeah, yeah. Today, but what would that do day for day our outside. mindset? I have I a have I have a good bit of work to do after this. It's a nice day outside. But, so do um, I, Sean. I've got yeah. loads
1: of work to do following our, our, our pre-podcast chat.
0: Yeah. For that. It's all your fault. But um, that's what we're here for. We're here to help you, you guys. So uh, in this podcast, we don't really have a team, but I think I'm going to talk about what I was doing, what I was at at the weekend. I was uh, becoming a, I'm going to get the name right now, a certified elite performance coach. Sounds fancy. And it, it does is. sound fancy.
1: Tell us about that, Sean. What does that so,
0: actually mean? I am now a certified life coach. So it was a life coaching uh certificate certifi- certification. Oh my god, certificate. Let's go with that one. It's easier. <laughs> um it was with um it was with uh Miles Grant. So some of you might know him as he um he worked with and studied under Tony Robbins so um, most of you will know Tony Robbins um, from life coaching from books from podcasts from TV from everything he's been around with I don't know 25 years mm-hmm. 30 years maybe I remember going into the library back home in y'all uh, when I was like maybe 16 years old and I got his book out and it was like It was bigger than the bible it was like a huge book and i was going through it and i was like whoa probably got a bit overwhelmed actually to be honest but it shows that the the thought was always there and andy has his new is that his newest book
1: yeah
0: i don't actually know it was gifted
1: to me from a client and i haven't read it yet
0: he seems to bring a book out every six months anyway
1: By the way, for those that are listening, this book would be a suitable step for you to uh, condition your heart and lungs from. It is a big old book. You could build houses with these bastards. You absolutely could.
0: What is the name of that book there,
1: Andy? This book is called uh, Life Force. How New Breakthroughs in Precision Medicine Can Transform the Quality of Your Life and Those You Love.
0: Oh, yes. I've actually... I've listened to a podcast about the book. There's a there's a podcast show on Spotify and they go through different books and basically give you the the gist of it or the best mm-hmm. parts. Kind of like um, Blinkist, is it? Is that a
1: seven-minute thing? I, I seem to remember a podcast where they condense a book into
0: seven minutes. Um, I'm not sure. I think I just randomly came across it um, while I was listening to the Sean Power podcast.
1: Isn't it cool though that somebody can condense a book of that size, which is two inches thick,
0: into a few minutes for you to kind of digest? It's crazy. Well, I suppose you could condense uh, like the Titanic if it was a book into a few sentences. Yeah. People get on the boat. Boat hits an iceberg. Sank. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. I feel like
1: I've been uh, informed in the history of the Titanic now. There, there sure. you go. <laughs>
0: anyway um yeah so i did um i did i've done a few courses with him before um day courses and and that and um in smaller like zoom session groups as well um with like maybe even like 15 people and you get some one to one actual coaching time with him before which is is amazing um mm-hmm. and when someone like that is speaking to you you're going to listen <laughs> it's funny how we we need to hear it sometimes from somebody who's in the, in the know, or we feel is in the know, maybe even though maybe somebody said it to us before that we know, but we don't, you're never a, you're never, um, a prophet in your own land, somebody said before. Um, and I,
1: again, I, I would say that's really interesting because we can listen and we can learn, but we don't always apply it. And I think the gap between the two is something that needs to be examined more readily. And whilst we all have information at our fingertips, and it's really, really easy for me to tell you what's wrong in your business and what's wrong in your life, the question then becomes, have I executed that in a way that resonates with you to the point where you are prepared to take action? True. And that is the key thing for me. And we spoke about this, didn't we, earlier today. Learning is one thing, applying is another. So the, the magic is in the application not in the learning
0: true we it's, it's, it's we a bit like do. a
1: a bit like a perpetual student so uh, there are people in in the world that will literally go back to university time and time and time and time again academically they'll be very clever they'll consume and be able to regurgitate information but actually application is where we do the most of our learning true and so is that the, the crux of that I think is do we just collect information, or do we take action? And what is the gap between information
0: and action? And that—that's what was great about the the course this weekend. So it was Thursday to Sunday. It was about ten a.m. until five p.m. Monday, until seven seven thirty the next day. Um, but there was a lot of a lot of hands-on coaching time. So it was it was very. I won't say it was very long because the time actually flew, but it was very energy draining. In, in intense a good way.
1: is the word you're looking for, Sean. It intense.
0: intense. It was very intense. Um, because you're you're being coached, but you're also coaching. So say say me and Andy are in a breakout room, everyone else is in their breakout rooms. I'd coach Andy and Andy would coach me. So while I'm coaching Andy, I'd have to go through these these certain areas. So um we had had these areas that we'd be coached on clarity, vitality, bravery, performance, and impact. And we would go through them asking different questions um, like clarity. What do you want? What do you really want? Um, How, how would you feel once you've got those things say on vitality, scoring yourself out of 10 on vitality, mental vitality. We do different high performance habits as well, like breathing techniques and some kind of, uh, Energizers are things to change our state as well, which are um, they're fun. Not every Tony Robbins
1: that literally, uh, I think he does something with swimming in the morning. And if I remember rightly, he just raises his hands, but before he goes on stage, he raises his hands above his head and he just literally pumps his hands and breathes really, really quickly. And it is that capacity that, like, is how do we generate energy? How do we generate
0: passion? so we let's have do that. Let's that's do one. A, that's, a, that's a tool. Let's do one, and anyone who's listening as well can do one. Andy, if you're fit and able, and everyone at home, stand up. Let's do it. Change your energy because it's very warm up here where I am. Mm-hmm. And I have my microphone, so I can actually go away and be fancy. Right. So we're gonna breathe in and out of our nose. So gently closing the mouth. It's going to sound something like this. We're doing it quick, are we? Nice and quick. Yeah. We're going to go for. We we'll go for twenty. You'd usually go for 30 or, or 40 as you build it up. but We'll go for 20. If you want to jog on the spot, you can. And also if you want to clap your arms or else just pump the arms up and down overhead, whatever movement you want, okay? Then when we're finished, we're going to raise our hands up and go, I'm ready or whatever you want. We'll go with I'm ready. Okay? So we go. Yeah. you doing it with me, Sean? Yeah, uh, of course. Okay, let's go. Uh, i raise my arms. OK, standing up tall. Let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. Woo. OK, how do we feel? Everyone at home. You're just more alive, aren't
1: you? If, if you think about we spend so much of our life adulting, we spend so much of our life being still, working, being the responsible, careful adult, considering our actions. Well, what's, what's the system doing at that point? It's slow, oh. it's tired. That was a big yawn. Yeah, and getting more oxygen into me now. I'm really, really interested in there because actually that yawn is as a result of what you just did. Yeah. It's so something, than... and we don't really understand the mechanics of yawning, it's, it's a, to my understanding, something just changed in your system. So through the mechanism of breathing, and we all know. That if we were being chased down the road by a Black Panther, you'd breathe like fuck. And you would go as quickly as you possibly can. And being able to move from one state to another is awesome. And it's also the reason why a lot of people will struggle to sleep. Yeah. Because they're overstimulated.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so... If doing
0: somebody fucking getting like murdered on what on uh, on Netflix or something, and yeah. then we try and go to sleep, it's like what?
1: Yeah. So what if is, doing brain that, stranger? if doing that raises me to a state of readiness, is that going to be a useful thing to do before I go to bed? No. So if I want to take myself to a state of restedness, what will I do then? I'll start to breathe through my whole body. Because yeah. what we just did is we just really, we were breathing from our shoulders, all right? So we were actually alerting ourselves. We were up-regulating the nervous system, right? At which point everything changes. We saw that with a almost a sigh come yawn Then we've got to recognise that if we can manage energy up, we can also manage it down. Yeah. And having awareness around that makes you very powerful.
0: Yeah, it's knowing that you're... You're like the oven, you can turn up the heat, you can you can turn it down. Mm-hmm. And that what we did there is it's actually it comes from, from mm-hmm. yoga bre- yogic breathing. So it's called um Bhatti, Or it's it's uh yeah, so it's um it's breath of fire. So it's <laughs> passive exhalate exhalate inhalation um and forced exhalation. <laughs> so you're forcing the outbreath. And then the inbreath just happens. It just. I'd be, that- um,
1: being a bit of a nerd, I'd be quite interested on what the science is there on the gaseous exchange because you're right. actually breathing in, you're bringing oxygen in more or less at the same rate that you're expelling carbon, right? Inhale oxygen, exhale carbon. That is gas the principle of gaseous exchange. So if that upregulates, the central nervous system, and we become more acutely aware of what's going on around us, we become more energetic, then if we change the exhale to be longer, then we're going to down-regulate the system. Yes. Right? So when we, when we Meaning the... that we become better conditioned because we're more tolerant of carbon. Most people, when they talk about gaseous exchange, will say, we don't need carbon. Well, actually, we can't survive purely on oxygen either. If you were 100% oxygen in your breath,
0: you'd be dead. We it only breathe out, what, 16% oxygen? Yeah. Something like so, that. So I think yeah, that the, the mechanics of actually,
1: right, we've just proven through the mechanism of a little experiment that that works, but the science also supports it.
0: Yes. And, look, at, look at any science on, on Wim Hof, look at any science on, on breathing, on meditation. It's it's all the breath. The Wim Hof is more getting into the nervous system and like firing up your nervous system and um um like it, it raises your your red blood cells, raises your pH, which we thought we couldn't do before, but mm-hmm. Wim and 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 the lads showed us that we actually can. Um and then on the flip side of that, you can look at the meditation side that so we can get into that that state. Like um, there are are really cool studies done on monks where they put all the electrodes on their brains and all this, and it's mad stuff. Can we hit the pause button at that
1: point? Yeah. Just for a second. For anybody that's listening to this this podcast and is pessimistic, do it.
0: Yeah. Do not knock it until you've tried it. (laughs) Feel it. All right. See it as a mechanism a choice. There will be people
1: listening to this. I'm not doing that, right? If you're not doing that, you'll never understand the benefits of doing it. And that is a vein that runs through our entire lives. I'm not doing that because it's different. It may not work. Flip that coin. It may well work. And the only way to find out is to take action. And uh
0: the breath is... it would take you about 30 seconds stuff. to go yeah. through that. Dead simple. Really, really powerful stuff. I have some... Uh, breathing videos on my YouTube channel as well uh, that I recorded about this time last year when I was in sunny Costa Rica so um, check those out Um, there's some in my yoga YouTube videos as well but um, yeah, I have some of the breathing ones which would be the energizer ones that we did there so they'd be more for the morning or maybe mid-afternoon Joe when you get that mid-afternoon slump and you reach for the second or third cup of coffee try this instead be a new man or a woman. Um, really expect- interesting what you're saying
1: about uh, morning and, up and evening, um, because it kind of supports what I was saying about tuning into either the sympathetic nervous system or the parasympathetic. So the sympathetic to speed things up, that's a fast breath. Parasympathetic to slow things down, that's a slow breath. That will be your evening breathing pattern. But also that transcends into like uh, things like supplementation, like, how we choose to eat and hydrate, um, it, it, there's a there's a lesson to be had there. I was having a conversation with my dear mum uh, earlier in the week, and uh, she was taking her vitamin D tablets in the evening. Now, that doesn't make a great deal of sense because vitamin D is the sunshine vitamin.
0: Mm.
1: Again, we need sunshine in the morning predominantly yeah. and actually the, the the rays of sunshine that we experience first thing in the morning are really really powerful because they're they're uh thought to be red rays so what they actually do is they stimulate the brain into a waking up pattern and they make you feel refreshed yes right? because you've spent so much time with your eyes closed hopefully sleeping okay so if i've got my eyes closed and i'm not bringing light into my brain and my body then I need to go out first thing in the morning. I need to set myself up to succeed for that day. If you can do that around creating some energy through your breathing, that would be really, really powerful. If you could complement that with a vitamin D supplement, that would be freaking awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: If you you could also complement that with just literally checking in with yourself this morning, what is it that I'm doing today? I can guarantee you that if you spend that little bit of time in the morning, 10, 15 minutes, and I don't mind if you have to get out of bed 15 minutes earlier, if you invest 15 minutes in yourself, first thing in the morning, your day and your life will change over the consequence of those hours spent. So you are evidencing, first thing in the morning, I am important to me before the world comes at me. And so we can do a similar sort of thing, At lunchtime, we can sit and we can think, well, how have I done this morning? What needs to change for this afternoon? How am I going to bring myself into a place where come this evening, I've reconciled my day's stresses and I'm actually ready to rest? And for anybody that's anti-carb, a small amount of carbohydrates in the evening before you go to bed is actually going to help you.
0: Yep.
1: True, true. Just realising the power that we have in any given moment. Yes, it sounds like a lot of work. So start with one of those actions, get consistent, build another one, get consistent, build a third one, climb the staircase. When we're looking to create change, we don't want to introduce one thing, drop it off, and introduce another, all right? So if I've got four stimulus there, if I've got four ways to improve my life, if I do the one for two weeks and then I drop one and add the new one, I haven't actually moved forward. (laughs) OK, so what we're going to do is we will learn to climb the staircase. One first, consistent, 14 days, track it, congratulate yourself. When you're consistent with that, at a rate of 12 out of 14 days on that action, add another. 14 days, 12 out of 14, I could move to the third, move to the fourth, move to the fifth. All right, because if we keep adding one thing and taking another away, we haven't gone anywhere. All right, climb the staircase to recognise... That your power is not limited. Climb the staircase. And, like, how would it feel in six weeks' time um, if you'd got three new habits that you were consistently practicing every morning of your life without exception to start your day off? Is that a better life?
0: Answer is usually yes. And then that people, the answer is always yes. Yeah. Are we going to fucking think, do it? It's the question. that's it's. Oh, but there'll be too many things to do. But then that's why you build it up. And anyway, yeah. like, it's not asking a whole lot if you yeah. just to go outside in the morning for five minutes. It's if like. If you doubt whether something will work, prove it to yourself. Yeah. Be your own. Be your own scientist. We, a, digress, sure. we digress. Sean we digress. Uh, so can
1: I ask a question?
0: You just did. <laughs> can I ask
1: another? Yes. you've three,
0: three. Can questions I ask another? Before. You just
1: did. That's three questions.
0: Three questions left. <laughs> ask your questions carefully, guys. Oh, I hate that when oh. a teacher used to do that before. Can I go to the bathroom? I don't know. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, wind-up merchant. Yeah.
1: So you were just talking about it being a really intense scenario. Because you are the coach and you were also being coached. So you were learning and coaching at the same time. So you were bringing information in and you were taking information out and sharing it with other people. You said that was really intense and really exhausting. Why?
0: Well, from the coaching point of view, we had to listen to the person. We had to follow the questions. Um, You had to try not to. Give feedback or try not to mentor someone or say if they said told you something maybe about their relationship or or something or their job. Like, the, I talked to two people and they were just miserable in their job. and I was like, quit your fucking job, put a plan in place, quit your job. But that's not that's not it. I had to kind of maybe tease it out a if, bit if really you far.
1: had told that person to quit their job. Whose values would, it, would you have been coaching on?
0: My own, yeah. So that's like they, they probably should quit their job, but maybe not now, maybe in six months.
1: For anybody that's listening, I have just turned on my phone and I've put the phone on selfie mode so that Sean could see himself. One of the most powerful, yeah, now flexing, one of the most powerful things we can do is reflect what people are telling us,
0: right? That's a good point. You should just go on. When when you leave the the meeting here on Zoom, I'll just stay on and just talk to myself as as if I'm coaching myself. Do you know? Looking basically the man in the mirror. We should always be our own, our
1: our best time, our first time.
0: and I have it there on the board. Inner coach. So like, what would what would coach power do? If if I was to coach myself, and that that could be that's the simplest things for me, like. it's it's it was a half 10 last night or 11 o'clock and I was like, oh, I just want to watch another episode of Netflix. I was like, ah, think I have to be up in the morning. So Lennon was like, what would coach do? Go to bed, fucked off the bed. Do you know? Yeah. Or it could be like a quit your job thing. What would coach, whoever say, probably say quit your job. Okay. But, uh, I wouldn't, I'd never tell anyone just to quit their, their job. And that, to play that's, out, but,
1: that, that's really important yeah. as well. So, it may be that the right thing is for somebody to quit their job, but that's not our place to say it.
0: Yeah.
1: Our place is to facilitate a space so that the person we're supporting reaches that conclusion for themselves. Yeah. Because if you tell somebody to quit their job and they actually do it, which firstly is unlikely to happen, but secondly is going to be disastrous because they'll come back to you and sue you. Yeah.
0: you they actually actually not now rent rent because You told me to quit my job. It's like, whoa, do you know? Maybe... Yeah. Put a plan in place and leave it in six months. <laughs> Do you know. Well, I mean, the other
1: alternative to that is work on
0: enjoying it more. Do yeah. we ever think about that? Now, for some, some people who I talked to, it was like one one lady was a teacher, primary school teacher. She loved working with the kids. She loved everything. It was just the hierarchy, the politics in the the actual the schooling system. Yeah. But she loved actual the hands-on. So maybe. She could bring that over to, I don't know, some other, a crash or some other type of school. Um, or so even just stop and give some thought to why those mechanisms are in place. They're
1: actually in place to protect the school. Yes. The children, mm-hmm. the parents, the government and the teacher.
0: Everyone. Do we still uh, hate
1: uh, it? Do we still right. hate it if the mechanism is there to protect everyone involved? Do we still hate it? It frustrates you, yes, it does frustrate you. But I always think of the policeman that says we spend more time complete completing newspaper, uh, completing uh, paperwork right.
0: yeah.
1: than we do out on the beat. There's a good reason for that, because if something goes wrong, we need to be able to evidence what actually happened, so that every party that is being affected by policing knows that it's doing its job well. So governance is only there for protection to make sure that nobody is being abused in the process we can always change like if if you just want to go about saying like the police are all assholes because all they're interested in, in interested in doing is giving you a speeding ticket now they are giving you a speeding ticket so that you slow down so that if you run over a seven-year-old kid that kid's less likely to die yeah
0: it's a uh, it's a funny one uh, before about a uh... I was on a training course that was talking about tax and that, and this guy came on he was like, you're privileged. It is a privilege to pay tax. There's millions of yes. people in the world who wish they could pay tax. And I was like, I'm fucking fix the road, So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, uh, but, but it, also, then is,
1: you've got to look at that and go, well, is fixing the roads the most important thing that could be done? Or does that money need to be spent
0: more readily somewhere else?
1: Yeah you know, helping people pay for their electricity bills, perhaps.
0: That's where it gets, gets skewed. Um, and then to go to your other question, which was, why, why was it intense uh, to be coached? Because the shoe was on the other foot then. <laughs> you were being asked difficult questions, being asked questions that you wouldn't be asked of every single day. Um, most, like, questions that probably some people have never been asked. Like, why do you want to make an impact? Performance. Where would you rate your performance? What tends to distract you? Um, how would you deal with those distractions better? Impact. Um, if you knew you had a year to live, what would you do with that time, with the time you've left? Where are you currently not making an impact? Where are you currently not speaking your truth? Like, deep questions that at the start you just go... I am making an impact here and here and yeah it's going all right but then once you probe a bit deeper or somebody coaches you a bit deeper you're like oh, I'm not really making an impact actually in this area and then you you start making notes and you start scribbling down some things and come to some some sort of eureka moments or one of my ego, one of my egotistical acts or one of the things that
1: I say to my clients is I want to be the person that asks you questions that nobody has ever asked you before. Yeah. However difficult those questions are, however deep they run. And that is, that's about saying, right, I'm not just prepared to have the superficial conversation. I want to go beyond that. I want to get deeper into your onion and allow you to find some of what's going on for yourself subconsciously.
0: How how often do you ask someone how they are? You pass someone in the street. How are you? How are you going? How are you doing? Like like Andy, how are you? That's like a bit deeper, isn't it? Everyone just goes, "Hi, how are you?" I'm Grant. I'm a fine. Yeah, I' ah, doing all right. Tipping away.
1: I think this. I think there's a place for that. You know, I'm not going to tell my life story to a complete stranger in the street. I am just going to acknowledge them and say hello because it's polite to do that.
0: Yeah.
1: We can't always be at our deepest because as you found at the weekend, you were being asked questions and asking questions that are very intense. They were therefore exhausting for you. What you're primarily saying is the reason it was intense is because I tried and because I care. Awesome. Now you also, I believe need to have a conversation with yourself is, two or three days days later, and Sean had told me before we came onto the podcast, he's still tired from the weekend. Is that okay, Sean?
0: Yeah, I had it. Okay. Is it okay?
1: Just just giving yourself permission to be tired because you put so much effort in at the weekend. That's freaking awesome. You're no longer the victim. You chose to invest your time. You chose to invest your brain. You wanted to get the most out of it. You wanted to make an impact You deserve to be tired.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, so now the question is, I am tired. What am I going to do about it? What's the best course of care that I can give myself?
0: I really like that, a deserving tiredness.
1: You deserve to be tired. Yeah. If you've done a good day's work, if you've looked after the kids, if you've been a carer for your parent, if you've run the dog to the vets, if you've been out to work and you sat in a meeting, if you prepped your food and you've been to the gym... And you get into bed at 11pm this evening, you deserve to be
0: tired. The good news is that's temporary. And uh, it's funny, I had a client this morning and he was he was very, he was tired. We just dialed back it on the session a small bit, but I wish I had that, those words to say to him. Do you know what? You deserve to be tired today.
1: <laughs>
0: but, you, when, but when but do we deserve... The when do very we deserve? nature...
1: The very nature of being alive is that you will get tired. Right. So now what's
0: become really important is my recovery. But Andy, when do we deserve not to be tired? When we're being quote-unquote lazy? When do we deserve deserve not to be tired? Uh, You you didn't do anything all day, Andy. You, You were... You are doing. You are relaxing all morning. Still going you? to be tired. Yeah. Still going to be tired because I haven't done anything. Tired to do so nothing. This
1: is where we go. We come back to that energy thing, don't we? What am I going to do with my energy? Am I going to upregulate or downregulate, or am I just going to stay where I am with that dis ease, that unease? Because you always, always have the chance to change your energy, and it's dead simple. One of my clients, I, it's got an electronic drum kit, and. Uh, he does struggle with his energy levels. So before you do your exercises that we've I've assessed and i have prescribed and we know work for him, why don't you spend two minutes drumming? Do you like drumming? Yeah, I love drumming. Cool. So spend more time doing the things you actually give a fun fuck about mm-hmm. and do all the things that are difficult becomes easier.
0: It's it's movement, but it's also, it's music. What do we do when we go into the gym? We don't feel like, don't feel motivated uh, we listen to some music throw in the headphones and just get on with it with that it's some, it's some movement that's similar to the breathing and that's cool this,
1: we're coming back to compassion for the self so I have two choices I, you are perfectly entitled to say to that client this morning would you like us to slow this session down a little bit so it becomes a little bit more based around recovery or do you want to just slam it because both of them will give you a different sensation than where you are right now
0: and uh, allowing somebody else to make that decision
1: is really important because it isn't up to us.
0: And it's funny because uh, his wife had a an aura ring, so mm-hmm. like an activity tracker, and the, she said, "Oh, my aura ring actually said that I should uh, not train today. I should have a a, a lighter day, Less day." Yeah, it does. It's, it's, it's say that we like that. And the thing is, it's it's fairly accurate as well. But I was like, "Okay, well, uh, maybe we'll have to dial back the session a bit." So I just took like two sets off of uh different exercises and dial the back and they still got, still got the job done but isn't it cool to be able to say to yourself i'm supposed to be tired right now the reason i'm tired is x y z a b c but no we need a 300 euro ring to do it yeah
1: <laughs> well if it helps it helps
0: yeah they know they are they are quite good yeah they're good and it's just had a conversation with a client yesterday we're just like tamagotchis do you remember them to, yes, yeah, yeah. You do you have to feed them? Yeah, you had to feed them and they pooped and you had to exercise them and stuff and the smartwatches, aura rings, activity trackers, whoops, whatever you're wearing, they're just Tamagotchi. We're Tamagotchis. We're just making sure we don't die. And I think that's really I think it's really cool to go,
1: is the technology that surrounds me actually serving me or sabotaging me? Because these bastard things get in the way an awful lot. Of course yeah. but we wouldn't without,
0: get in them, awful lot. without them we wouldn't be talking we've actually never met i don't know if anyone uh, knows that we've never met in person um which is is quite funny because we've had probably over 15 podcasts maybe over the last how many hours years. have we spent
1: together this year
0: Sean? well we've done 12 podcasts this year plus probably i'd say we're close to 20 hours yeah it was one day we didn't really a working week, week. yeah there's one I'm room. going to send you an invoice.
1: <laughs> you back in, in Sterling. But it's cool, isn't it? That, and that, that probably is a really, a really powerful thing as well. What you did at the weekend is you put yourself amongst other people that want to create similar results to you. So you were in your
0: tribe. You and I are in a tribe. And it was, it was very good at the weekend as well because everyone was a stranger. I've never met any of those people. Awesome, before. isn't it? I, I know Miles because I've done courses with him before. Um, but, like, there was 40 other people there who I did not know. And I went into that breakout room with them. How are you doing? Where are you from? One guy was from Estonia. Uh, then a, a girl from London, a girl from uh, Birmingham or somewhere. And, like, we just basically opened up. It's funny because it's 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 easier to open up to somebody who's a complete stranger who you possibly will never meet again or maybe see on social media. And I think that's pretty really cool because
1: when you are in your tribe, when you are around people that you trust quite quickly, you know that everybody in that space with you was trying to create something similar to you. Right? So now I'm not a threat. If I'm not a threat, I can be vulnerable and I'm then giving other people permission to be vulnerable too. That is brotherhood and sisterhood. You will never feel isolated if you can make yourself vulnerable and if other people are prepared to be vulnerable with you.
0: And that's maybe that's why on social media we don't put ourselves out because we don't want to be vulnerable. Or maybe everyone on social media is not our tribe. So should
1: we have a challenge, Sean? Sean and I were talking about challenges, and uh, I like to be quite organic with this stuff. The next piece of video footage, the next reel that you share needs to start with these words. One of the things that I used to struggle with was,
0: or one of the things that I am struggling with is. One of the things I used to struggle with. I'm just writing it down. With or one of the things I am struggling with yep yeah. don't worry there's loads of them <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but I, th- I think that's really interesting Is coaches shouldn't have or give answers they should ask more questions and they should show humanity
0: well that's that's the difference between coaching and mentoring yeah. a coach will will ask questions and leave you come to your own conclusion. Whereas a mentor kind of tells you, you should go in in this direction or that direction.
1: In which case, and I said these words to
0: Sean earlier, I I thought this
1: morning I wanted a mentor, I don't, I want a coach. I don't want to be told what to do because it didn't work for me. I am quite a stubborn bastard. I don't need to be told what to do, I need to be asked what to do.
0: And look, isn't it funny that, you get what you asked for because you got a coach uh, just before this podcast and it wasn't actually me. Well, I suppose we coached each other, but we also coached ourselves. So Coach Andy came on, after, came on uh, before the podcast. You coached yourself. And that's something that we looked at at the weekend as well on the course was your inner coach. What would your, your inner coach do?
1: And I think, again, it's so tempting to reach out to the outside world. I need this to create that feeling. I need that to create that feeling. I need to get a qualification to create that. I need four more clients to create that. I need to earn five grand a year to create that. I need to go on holiday this year to make me happy. Looking outward will give you one set of results. Looking inward will give you quite another. Looking outward is often about what other people have we think we want looking inwards, we're allowed to become authentic to ourselves and recognize that we are not supposed, I am not supposed to tread Sean's path, he is not supposed to tread mine. However, together, we are allowed to tread our own paths independently, but supporting each other on our independent journeys. Of And what you're really looking at there is collaboration. We're and that should be the basis, I believe, of every coaching process. Every coach and client relationship should be collaboration. We should be encouraging clients to dance with us. We shouldn't just be banging the drum, and they shouldn't be moving to the beat.
0: Takes two to tango, as they say. Yeah. Um, Elon Musk had a great one. Um, he was he was asked about um some technology that that he's using, but he's been like giving it away to others, mm-hmm. and he said. Look, imagine we're all on we're all on a boat. Everyone is on the boat together. The boat is taking on water, and we have this brilliant design for a bucket. Are we just going to make one bucket and and we'll just keep it over our engine and, and keep and keep um, siphoning out the water, keep getting rid of it with the bucket? Or Are we going to give our design of the bucket away so we can get all the water out even faster?
1: Give, uh, I, man, I just, give the man a fish. Head.
0: Yeah, he feeds himself
1: for a day, Give the man a fishing rod, he can feed himself and his family for life.
0: Yeah. Um, I think on that note, we said we're going to keep it fairly uh, short today. I think we're about a half an hour in. So, um, any final words? I suppose that was a good one to, to fish on. <laughs> to <laughs> yeah, finish. it made the fish finish the fish. Yeah. So,
1: just to reiterate that thing give the man a fish. Or woman, a fish. Person. He or she, they, person, can feed themselves for a day or a single meal. Give them a fishing rod, they can feed themselves and their family for life. Do we want the fish, which is instant? I just need to cook this fish. Or do we want to learn to use a fishing rod and create a solution for life? That would be my final thought.
0: Beautiful, Andy. Thank you. So remember to like, uh, share, follow on uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Three Pillars of Fitness and uh, Sean Power, seanpowerfitness.com. And if you want to support the podcast, as always, you can buy us a coffee on the link below, BuyMeACoffee.com. It would be much appreciated. And namaste.
1: namaste. Namaste. Good
0: luck.